From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You're listening to 87.1 Caroline Radio, KCGM Bakersfield. You're home for all your variety hits, just like the Aaron's Opinion Podcast. Hi, everybody. Aaron Richmond, host of Aaron's Opinion Podcast, the podcast for blind people, where, where we talk about critical issues in the blindness community. By the way, our podcast can be heard almost anywhere you get the podcast, from Apple to Spreaker to Spotify, Google, you name it. We're probably there. We're also on Facebook, also on Twitter, also on YouTube, also on Patreon. You know, tonight I was just, or tonight really a few hours ago, I was uh, watching, going through my live videos on Facebook, and I came across someone who, actually, I didn't know it was this person at the time, but if you're really into podcasting, this might ring a bell to you. Siri of a blind man. He's a YouTuber. He joins us now. We're going to call him Whistler tonight. Whistler, how are you? Welcome to Aaron's Opinion. What's your theory? Oh, my theory is probably in line with opinions of Aaron. So I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having well, me. You, well, who knows? Well, you don't. Well, you who knows? You don't know any of my opinions. Who knows? I, I, I got a couple. I watched a couple of your shows today. Oh, okay, okay. You did. You did. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, well, in that case, in that case, I like I'm, to do my research. Oh, me too. Me too. That's that's cool. That's good. That's good. Well, at any rate. I will mute my microphone and let you go ahead and dive into the theories that you want to talk about. And we'll pause at 30 minutes for our commercial. But outside of that, show is yours. Go for it. All righty. Oh, man. Where to begin? So basically, theory of blind man is kind of a play on words plus uh, my production. Uh, theory of a dead man is a fairly big uh, rock alternative rock band. Um, so I kind of went with that feel to it. And the theory of a blind man has to do basically with my story in life, um, how I progress in life, how I find things out. And so, you know, everything is pretty much a theory until you're in the retrospective stage. So that's why I chose the name theory of a blind man. And I basically deal with anything that really interests me in the moment. Um, for example, uh, writing is a big part of my life and always has been. Um, so I deal with a lot of writing things and I like to write out scripts sometimes, um, not necessarily for shows, just in general speaking. Um, I also cover a lot of weird and wacky videos that I find on YouTube. Um, and I call that show tales from the tube and that airs every Monday. And, and you know, I, let me and let me tell you, Whistler, I'm someone who's addicted to YouTube. I uh, love horror <laughs> films on YouTube. I'm a big I'm a big Chills fan. I'm nice. I'm totally into that stuff. You know what? If you want to know, Aaron, have you seen that video? Yes, I have because I'm addicted to YouTube, so I've probably seen it. What are some <laughs> of your What are some of your favorite YouTubers or some of your favorite films that you want to that you want to try to debunk? Oof. Because because you know everything everything on YouTube is true. That's what I think. So <laughs> that's that's a very good point, and uh, that is actually the premise for my Tales from the Tube. Um, a lot of stuff that I do handle, and I do quite a lot of debunking through research, positive and negative applications right. of those theories. And one of the big ones back in the day when I first started with the flat earth theory, completely crushed that with uh, four single characters F equals M A. Anyway. There's also the uh, sovereign citizen movement, which you know legally can be. Let's go. Back, let's go. Let's let's rewind. Let's go back okay. to flat. Let's go back flat to earth. flat flat earth. That so, catches I mean, everyone. There's well the problem, but 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 you know what though? I'm we're gonna listener. Let me tell you. Pour your cup of coffee. Open your beer. Pour your popcorn. This is this is gonna get exciting. You know. <laughs> I mean. I love talking about theories of the universe. Look, am I am I a flat earther? Absolutely not. Um, but there are many, many, many people who are. Yes. And I, I I think that the reason why people are flat earthers 
is simply because they truly are just trying to understand the meaning of life and the meaning of our universe and how we fit into it. And the only way for them to describe how we fit in is for them to think about the earth, the environment that they see around them. It's almost like they're speaking their own language. You know, the reason we have language is to categorize our environment. Well, the reason why flat earthers believe in flat earth is basically they're just trying to categorize what they see around them. And it's, it is concerning. I do not believe in it. But then again, then again, what have you found on this topic? What research have you done? You've done more research. I've probably literally watched over thousands of hours of both sides of the story. Um, some really good debunkers of the flat earth are channels like Unirock, Team Skeptic, Fight the Flat Earth, Simon Dan. Simon Dan is an excellent channel. Uh, and conspiracy cats, and, and there's a there's a myriad of others. Um, and then on the other side, you've got people like Nathan Thompson, Nathan Oakley, um, and a and a bunch of other people. And what I have found are the people that you do see on YouTube pushing, and I'll say pushing for a reason in a second, pushing the flat Earth is they're there simply to make money. And after a while, it becomes apparent because when you start watching their streams or their uploads is they have built up their own little echo chamber and they don't want to hear scientific evidence because they preach scientism as a religion instead of facts. And so the big thing, like you said earlier, the observation around us is they say that, well, since we can't see a curve, it must be flat. You look out and everything looks flat and they'll just completely ignore all scientific evidence whatsoever. And so... I think there's several types of people out there. Um, Yes, there are the ones out there looking for answers, but if they're honest with themselves, then very shortly after looking into Flatter, they will be a round baller. No big deal. Then there are the people that probably have some kind of mental illness. And I don't want to say that negatively, but in the fact that they've had some kind of mental trauma, they've had emotional trauma. Um, something to where they almost have a split in reality and they're just looking for some kind of confirmation to make them feel better about their thoughts. So they're looking for that echo chamber. And then they're the people that are just flat out ignorant. So that has been my categorization so far mm-hmm. with my research. Mm-hmm. Well, I, 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 appre- I appreciate you doing that. I, I also uh, have a brother. Um, I, I am 29 years old. Uh, my brother is 22, and he, he has become very frust- frustrated um, with all of these all of these flat earthers that are in the city where he goes to university. Mm. And I tell I tell him I say don't worry about it. If if people want to believe that type of thing, I'm not going to prevent you from believing it. You right. Know? Exactly. It, free country. Believe believe what you want. You know. The problem that I have with um, – I, I completely agree with you. The problem I have, like I mentioned before, pushing is a particular individual, uh, Nathan Thompson. He actually travels around the country, and he'll go into elementary schools, and there's plenty of video of it of him harassing teachers and students, ripping books up, and all sorts of – he's been arrested so many times, but – I don't believe that's that's a, a safe way to go about doing things. Um, there are many other ways rather than harassing the public to try to push your, your agenda of whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically what my, my brother's problem was is that their behavior it starts to become disruptive and it just mm-hmm. starts, it just starts to get too out of control that they, that they're using it just to be hurtful in some of these people are using their their philosophy to hurt others for yeah. for some reason which that part I don't understand that because if you're so concerned with convincing if you're so invested in the convincing business you would think you would not want to piss me off but you know no just, that that part does that part doesn't make sense um, and it is a huge rabbit mm-hmm. hole like you said everything on YouTube is true so but well, the, but I was I was being sarcastic oh yeah no and, doubt no yeah I'm getting to the facetiousness. Right. So, no, okay. So yeah. So so listener for for you at home by the way. No, obviously I was being sarcastic. Yeah. And the 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 other the other problem with with YouTube is that we do live in a very strange world 
and there are a lot of very, very, very strange things going on. And the other thing mm -hmm. is that governments around the world hide a lot of information from the general public. So a lot right. of these things, you know, not not the flat earth business, but a lot of these other weird things, eh, probably not true. But if it is, wouldn't surprise me because after all, the government hides so much, you know. That was kind of going into my next point, actually, yeah. about them the government hiding and that's what a lot of the flat earthers and other conspiracy theorists will talk about is like well you know they've been hiding stuff from us for so long then obviously they want to hide the fact that the earth is round because they don't want us to travel into space it's really weird and well i, I tell you you know i've dealt with people who have believed and then those are the same people who believe the moon landing was a conspiracy Oh my god, yeah. A funny thing happened on the way to the moon. Completely has been debunked a hundred times or more. Right. So obviously you believe that America, that Neil Armstrong walked on the moon, right? Oh, absolutely. I am glad. I am if you guys and listeners have not watched the documentary documentary called uh, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon, hmm. don't. The guy that produced that is a total scumbag. He was hunting down all the astronauts that were still alive, make, trying to make them swear on the Bible that they actually went to the moon. And Buzz, Buzz Aldrin, popped him one right in the face. And I was like, yes, get him. <laughs> well, interesting. Very, all very interesting. So what are some other major video topics or conspiracies that you have you have unfolded oh i got i got two of them for you what's sure. your take on the um theory of the of um simulation theory simulation theory is actually very intriguing to me um so my belief is that i would like to believe and want to believe there is a god now, whether that be the creator of a simulation or us physically, I don't know. Um, I don't have proof either way. So that's the crazy thing about life. And I think what a lot of us search for is that final answer, that final destination, if you will. Simulation theory, and if you go into um, uh, statistics, statistical theory, then it is actually right up there as far as a probability of simulation being true so that's what now whether it's not from oh man this gets so deep so like we got our universe so you could have a multiverse idea of which each individual simulation is birthed from so we essentially have an infinite amount of universe that just keeps going beyond and beyond and beyond so we actually have an infinity amount of possibilities that are happening simultaneously right next to us. It's really crazy to think about the simulation theory. You know what I think is I here's here's what my suspicion is about it. I there's a part of me that actually kind of thinks it's pretty it's pretty believable, I think. And here's, mm -hmm. here's why I say it. First, I'm going to base it on my observation, and then I'm going to make a connection to the entire thing. First of all, we know that the reason, let's, I mean, let's talk, start with astronomy, right? So we have our planets. Why is, and I, I know you probably, you definitely know the answer. Why is the Earth's um, orbit around the sun why why is it why do we use the word elliptical basically i'm asking why are most planets kind of orbiting but at an angle or kind of tipped on their side almost why is that angle there i i don't know the answer to that but it reminds the, me of the like answer the, molecule. the the answer I mean, Adam, is, sorry right the answer is that the the universe and solar system and the universe the fabric of the universe is curved which means that if it has curved, it also has an edge, which means that if it's an edge, it's a, it is a physical thing, right? Okay. Possible. Yes. Well, I, but that, that part, if you look at the orbits and you look at astronomy, you look at mathematics, that's, that's an equation, right? That's a written equation that, that teaches us that information. Yes. Here's but not other, all orbits are elliptical. That is, that is true, but meant, 
many, many of them. A good portion, a very good portion of them are, I believe. The other thing is that there are these black holes. Mm -hmm. And that the greatest theory is that the black holes are actually portals to other, other dimensions or other universes. And I suspect that that's probably true. I don't know. I also There's think a that great the, book called Black Hole Wars, and it's yeah. an audiobook. If you've ever checked that out, it's it's a good book. I don't. It talks a little bit about that. That so, what does the book say? Um, it, it goes through different possibilities, and the portal thing is one of the possibilities. But another one is um, the black holes are essentially a recycling center. So as it takes in the uh the mass of objects it spits mm -hmm. out the information so it has a chance to re reborn rebirth that's less believable to me in in the sense that there is this other debate about either the big crunch or the big freeze mm -hmm. so if, if our universe will either end in a crunch or a freeze what do we need to what, what do we need the recycling bin for i don't know that's an interesting one that idea i'm not i don't know who knows God only knows. Well, the what point we still don't know. Uh, you can look up a scholar.google.com for all the papers and research. There is no real consensus on when the Big Bang happened, if there was a Big Bang. At some point, we do have a starting point, but is it actually a starting point? And there, who know, who knows? I so basically yeah. the other the other thing that I believe is that I think that the the universe is too beautiful for it not to have been, you know, engineered and created at the same time. So I, I'm very suspicious about this universe to which we live. I'm very suspicious mm -hmm. that, you know, if it turns out that simulation theory is just, you know, just, just a hoax, I'll say, okay, well, but then if it turns out, you know, 50 years from now, oh, well, Aaron, uh, your whole life was a simulation and we want to show you who is really controlling you. That wouldn't, that conversation wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah. I, really I, can't I can't decide which one I want either. I don't know which one would be better. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if it was a simulation, I would like to know because then I could just deposit 50 bill into my bank account and it would all be good. Where are you where are you going to get this? Wait a minute. Where's all this money coming from? Well, it's a simulation. I'll just program it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. All right. I see. So then you would, if you discovered that we were in a simulation, you would, you would try to do the simulating. Oh, absolutely. You, but right. But I don't I'm think a creator. I understand that, but I don't think it works that way. Right. If we are being simulated, I don't think it works that way. So rather than it being a simulation, you think we're being simulated? Yeah. Yeah. By simulation, I mean that we are, if we're going to say we believe in this, it would mean that we're basically video game characters and that a, a higher being or force is controlling everything that is going on. Right. And that's what I'm saying too. Is like, there's always someone that's going to hack the video game. Whether it be Game Shark, Cheat Codes. I've never given this any thought, listener. Yeah, I, 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 there, I, I just think that if our entire existence for basically the past three million years on our planet, um, roughly five million years, if we had been, if we have been being simulated for this amount of time, right, then really the answer is who's ever doing it or whatever is controlling it's a lot more advanced than you or I. Oh, no, so no doubt. So no, I'm sorry. So no, I'm sorry. You don't get to be a hacker because you couldn't. They wouldn't have allowed you to, they wouldn't have programmed you to become a, able to be a hacker, you see. So it, you're just supposedly, you're just part of it. I don't know. I don't know which one I want. I, and I can't decide which one would be more beautiful either to discover that, no, we aren't being simulated or to discover that our whole reality that we have believed our whole lives has just been one big, yeah, see, you know, one for me, yeah. that doesn't matter. Like, to me, beauty is beauty, and it doesn't matter who created it. So, I, it, for me, it doesn't matter that if it would be a simulation or if it would be a, a god entity or a god presence. That one really doesn't matter to me. I can love things the same. 
Well, good on you. I'll make sure we'll make a we'll write we'll, we'll write that down in the code and make sure that they <laughs> they know about. We'll send a, send an email. Good, good. What about what is your theory? Because your analysis is so good. What's your theory? On, there's a lot of videos about time travel. What do you think about that? Now, yes. Einstein Einstein taught us in society that time travel is possible. Right. So what do you think about Theoretically. that? Theoretically. Theoretically, uh, yeah. I, I think that, at, at least according to the equations, we would need so much energy to open up such a large enough wormhole that mm -hmm. it wouldn't be feasible at this point in the time. Plus, then, of course, you have the uh, grandfather paradox, and then you also have... I don't remember what it's called, but you can't go, you can't go further in the past before the time machine was created, type of thing. So, I, I don't believe it's possible. Huh. I, I think like time is relative. So, let, yeah, let's say we're here in Milky Way galaxy and we wanted to travel to any other galaxy. The time is going to be so vast anyway that technically you would be time traveling. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I don't know. There's a lot of videos that I, I do not watch them anymore, but there's a lot of videos um, that that talk about, you know, supposed time travelers and supposed, you know, um, Matrix uh, glitches in the Matrix type of things. Do you watch um, a really good channel for, for you to watch? Do you watch... Um, Oh, strange but true stories. They cover a lot of these types of things. These glitches in the matrix and glitches in the time type of theories. I actually have a personal experience of my own glitch, but I have heard of whoa, that. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. I'm not, I'm not going to let that escape. Go, tell me your story. So it was 2015 March and I was in a city here called Fair Oaks. And I was always told that this is where my girlfriend was living at the time. And we got a place out there and she was always really hesitant about living there because she had lived there before and it was just a negative area. And when I moved there, it was a negative. It felt in the presence of space, it was negative. Just you felt something dark and negative there. Uh, well, one day I heard a plane flying over. I'm sure you know about the plane glitches. I heard a plane flying over way up high, cruising altitude. And once it got what seemed to be over our house, it just stopped. Yeah. It just, and I swear for 40 plus minutes when we started to time it, and she has it on video. Yeah. It just there. I'm like, <laughs> okay, can't explain that one. Simulation. Sure. Why not? Listener, I wish I could tell you I know the answer to it. I, I, I really I really think that sometimes again, this is why in my heart I kind of do believe at some at some level from time to time that there are little glitches in the fabric of space time like that, you know? Because there's really no other explanation for it. So Yeah, I think in the, like and then what and then what ended up happening? Did the plane does does the plane eventually just disappear or what happens? No, it just continued on as if nothing happened. Like it was some kind of Harrier jet or something, but it was a it was a passenger plane. And you're sure? And you're sure? Or perhaps um, uh, is your uh, is your girlfriend blind or sighted? No, she was she sighted. So, if she looked up, she would have seen that it was a a, a commercial airliner, <laughs> not not a military oh, yeah. plane. Okay. Yeah, and there was there, there was many more instances at that house that we have on still frame and video that just like, whoa. Really, really creepy, eerie stuff. It could, uh, yeah. The only answer is it's a glitch in the matrix. That part of the environment, for some reason, is some sort of a glitch in the fabric of time. Is the is the only yeah. answer? Yeah, and like you were saying before, the um, the 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 greater being, whatever that may be, mm -hmm. wouldn't allow us to hack something that that higher level of intelligence. Um, and then when we talk about glitches in the matrix, I think that phrase, um, I, I think it's as high of an understanding as we can really wrap our conceptual ideas around. Um, I think it's having more to do with maybe time travel or 
the transformation of atoms from one spatial area to another, or maybe um, different dimensions, third and fourth and fifth dimensions, at some point colliding and maybe an atom here or, two, here or there make contact. And then we've got a small glitch. Something like that. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. See, and there have been other stories on YouTube, too, where passengers on planes have had experiences where time is messed up, too, where nothing yeah. changes. So it goes, um, it goes both ways. The answer is it's some sort of a glitch in the matrix, which, which you know, then what creates the glitch, which makes me think that there are some things that are being simulated. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, too, this doesn't really limit the possibility of God creator and no. simulation. So uh, I don't like the the closed-mindedness that a lot of either right. atheists or scientists have on the fact. Um, and actually, nowadays, more and more scientists actually are starting to believe in a God figure. So it's, it's going. I was talking, ways. I had someone on my podcast j- just the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, or I mean, I, I've talked about this with students. I've talked about this with people before that a lot of biologists uh, are atheists and a lot of people in the hard sciences just are just not believing in God. They just, right. because again, the reasoning is they only go about their life based on factual things that they see in their environment, Same, right. similar to the flat earth thing, you know? So, you know. Hey, by the way, that's um, that's some pretty interesting music you have going on back there. Is that royalty free? Oh my goodness, I have music going. Oh geez, I'm sorry, I do. Uh, yes, it is copyright free. I okay. had no idea it was playing. No problem. I just at some point actually, I was really liking that vibe because that goes along with the time travel. That that's a good, <laughs> that's a good vibe. But I, so for so for our podcast, let's let's be safe. And sorry, do you know what that track's called? Um, that oh man, it came off of a copyright free playlist. It's an hour long. You can actually find it on YouTube. Here, I te- called... here listen, listener, I, te- I tell you what he's going to do. Whistler, he's yeah. going to send it to me after sure. after our Zoom, and then I'll just put it in, 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 the, in the description. Always have to be paranoid about that. Totally fine if it is copyright-free. No problem. Actually, actually, let's, let's, let's get back into that, into that vibe if you want. Oh, uh, now i got to remember which one I was playing. Oh, well. <laughs> I've got several. Uh, let's from. let's get let's get some of this time travel music. Let's let's really let's really strap in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I believe it was this one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's that one. Yeah. Something cl- yeah, that, there you go. All right. Cool. Cool. Um excellent. Okay. Well, I mean, I I, I think so what I want to know is <clears throat> as we as we approach our break, how do how does everything you have experienced in your life, you know, if you're going to tie it into blindness, right? Mm-hmm. How do all of these theories and observations that you have made, um, how do they all relate to how you perceive time and how you perceive these different theories that you've done a lot of research in? You know, try to try to make a connection here for the listener. Yeah, um, that's a good question. It's has a it actually has a lot to do with sight uh in the sense that and actually to show them this on my channel uh, having to do with social cues right we take in a lot of information based off of body language and that ends up being a huge factor when we take in information um so now that i have no sight i am unable to see let's say body language, billboards, adverts, magazines, anything that's meant to persuade you to believe one way or another. And so in the beginning, when I first left my side, I found myself frustrated with trying to find truth. So I went way back, way back into like trivium and quadrivium type of methods of learning. And that's where I really started gaining a foundation to be able to discern truth from falsehoods. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk about that in part two, because what you said really makes a lot of sense and will really speak volumes to my listeners. So 
what's your um by trade i'm a teacher hobby a podcaster what's your what type of work you doing now what's your what's your day job oh um many things i yeah youtuber uh writer web designer uh dj uh ati instructor um uh, subcon subcontractor for yeah. the state um yeah I, I do a lot excellent i don't necessarily have a primary job because uh like theory of a blind man i right. do whatever right. interests me okay thank you so on the radio side we need, we need to say we'll be right back so whistler now we're to our commercial here by the way do you love coffee Oh, I love tea more than coffee, but yeah, I usually drink coffee in the morning. Well, that's helpful because uh, Blended Joe LLC, B-L-E-N-D-E-D-J-O-E.com, BlendedJoe.com is the sponsor of the Aaron's Opinion podcast. If you want, if you want, well, thank you. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can tell you the truth, which is that you shouldn't drink tea because you should be drinking blended Joe, right? So if you want fruit, if you want nuts, if you want chocolate in your coffee, if you want a light roast, dark roast, um, maybe you want whole beans, maybe you want ground, maybe you want K-cups, maybe you want to support a charity, a cause that you care about. Well, at Blended Joe, we've got you covered, trust me. Um, basically, as I, love, as I love to say, if you're sitting on the couch, uh, if you're sitting at home listening to Aaron's opinion, or if you're on the go, I promise you, you'll love every sip from Blended Joe. Uh, promo code AARON all the way to the end of the month, 20% off. Don't forget about that promo code AARON. What you said a minute ago about the fact that maybe you started to get into some of these theories. Wait, 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 wait. What's the website? Bl- BlendedJoe.com. Okay. Why, why am I going to tell you? You're just going to sit there and drink tea. Yeah. You got to you got to end with a website so it sticks in their mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 well that well that's a very well thank well thank you. We want to thank our our, our guest for helping. I mean, I'll give it. it a try. I do have a K cup coffee pot. So. Oh, there you go. You're going to you're going to buy. You're going to you're going to yeah, buy. Yeah, yeah. I, I would be curious. Nobody has talked to me about it since uh, since I started this uh, basically this promotion. So I'd be interested to see what see what you think about the experience. The website, by the way, is perfectly accessible. It's really easy to use, by the way. Okay. Um, yeah, it's really cool stuff. So yeah, blendedjoe.com. <clears throat> um, your what you said what you said earlier about the fact that you um, you know needed to find the truth about life. Uh, to help you to understand your blindness is how I uh, how I interpreted that. That's really, really, really interesting. I was born blind, so I can never understand what it must be like to go blind later on in life. Um, it's I'm a pain in the ass. Oh, now I understand. Okay, it's a pain. In, there you go. <laughs> there you go. It's a pain in the ass. Apparently. All right. Well, um, I'm 29. Think about, think about oh, this. How old are you? I'm 41. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so think, try to think about it like this way. Obviously you've never had sight and obviously I've had sight. So it's, I mean, it's I have kind of usa- a, the weird thing is, and then it gets weirder because I have usable vision, but I'm blind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just imagine that you took that away. Now you're completely blind and rather than being able to rely on your vision for certain things that you used to before, now you can't, even though you know what's there but your brain is like filling in the spots for you, but it's going to be wrong because things change. For example, the computer, right? I remember what operating systems look like, but if I rely on my memory to try to operate operating system today, it wouldn't work. So that's just one of the little fractals of frustrations that um, going from completely decided 2015 vision to black. Mm-hmm. Right. Hmm. And um, how did you come to lose your vision, by the way? It started off um, actually a couple, almost three years before I actually lost my sight. Uh, it was a random act of violence and someone attacked me. Oh, my God. Uh, broke Ooh. a brick on the side of my head. And at the moment, 
Um, I had no visible injuries, bleeding, cuts, nothing. Um, not, I mean, swollen skin or nothing. So I thought nothing of it. But over time, what had actually happened was it started a tear in my retina. And it just got worse and worse over time. And then uh, January, 13, January 17th, 2003, I woke up one morning, and, that morning, uh, and my vision was completely black out of my left eye. That's the side that I got hit. So I drove to work with one eye and death perception is still good at that point. Cause you got good memory. And uh, what I was doing at the time was highly graphical. I would program a machine to cut designs that we would program out of like uh, granite, steel, travertine, marble, et cetera, et cetera. And I couldn't see the computer screen out of my right eye. It was just, it was fuzzy and blurry. Um, so a couple hours into work, I was like, I, I can't see. And my boss was like, what do you mean you can't see? You drove here, didn't you? Total redneck, but whatever. So I go to the hospital and after about six hours of testing and this and that and the other, uh, turns out my retinas had exploded, but they thought they could save my right eye. So that started a whole nine month period of, um, multiple, multiple surgeries. Um, the gas, I don't remember what it's called, but they put a gas bubble in your eye, um, to try to keep your retina in place. Um, after they re- stitch up all the tearing, um, that gas bubble gave me cataracts. So they took out the lens and put an artificial lens. That artificial lens has four hooks that hold it in place. And those hooks actually gave me neovascular glaucoma. So then I had a valve put in my eye and then multiple laser surgeries, which I technically wasn't supposed to have so yeah nine months later had no more visible or usable sight oh that's unimaginable yeah that's really weird um well hmm. so now uh, you've been blind for how long now 17 years 17 years wow hmm well, um, on one hand, uh, I'm sorry that I'm sorry that happened. On the other, of course, that's that's life. Well, yeah, exactly. Here's a trip. The crazy thing about losing my sight is I didn't come into myself as a person until I lost my sight. Like I was really shy, reserved, and held back, uh, held back internally, like myself. Um, but after I lost my sight, it was just like a whole new world opened up. And it was just no holds barred. I just attacked everything. Good. You just went at life. Um, you just went for it with, with the fullest amount of energy yeah. uh, you could possibly muster. Yeah. 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 Well, that's well, great. Hmm. All right. Well, what are some um, now? How did you find out about this particular <laughs> group on Facebook? Because there's been a lot of complaints about the various Facebook groups and people not being kind. So what, what do you oh, think yeah. about all of that? I honestly, I don't know how I got in this group. You're talking about life after sight. I think it's life. Life, without, life after sight. or life without sight. Excuse me. Life without sight. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Uh, honestly, I don't know how I get into half the groups that I'm in. I know I'm admin for a ton of them. Uh, I think just people invite me. Mm. Um, and I don't realize it until I start seeing posts from, I'm not on Facebook that much for myself. It's mostly just posting my stuff and sharing, uh, things that I've learned, that type of thing. I don't, I don't sit on Facebook and per- I don't even know the last Bro- time I looked at my newsfeed. You don't, you don't troll. Oh, definitely not troll. No, I see. except, except Tracy Lynn. I troll her. <laughs> <laughs> You aren't a troll, so basically you are not a troll, but actually you are, is what it is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If there's a point to the madness, I'll troll you. Oh, well, well, do you well do you want to troll Aaron's opinion? You can. I would have to think of something good to troll you guys with. <laughs> such as such as this recording. This is a pretty good. This is a pretty good one. At least that's my opinion. Oh, I got a good one. I could say something like. Um, blind people are immune to COVID. Have you ever heard of a blind person getting COVID? I haven't, so we don't get it, right? Uh, let's be really careful. Let's let's go back. Let's erase that statement. Let's erase that sarcasm. Let, no, we aren't going to say that on this show. No, I will end up getting in trouble for that. Let's not say that. 
Yeah, um, that would that would cause a stir. So let's not say that. Um, but I, I do think it is interesting how the one factual thing that we can say is it's really interesting to study how social distancing has affected blind people. What do you think about that? I, I've heard so many people talk about it, but me personally, I haven't I haven't had an issue. Well, good. Um, I mean, it just depends on who you are, you know, and, and what you're doing in life. I mean, in my case, see, for me, I, I'm kind of the type of guy who's been working, working from home for five years for a company. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm already used to kind of being on my own a lot. You know, it doesn't bother me as much. Mm -hmm. It doesn't bother me as much as it would have as a teenager. If this had happened 10 yeah. years ago, this would have been a lot harder for me, probably. I would have been a lot more scared and a lot more upset and a lot more traumatized by it. But really, I mean, you know, I, I'm already used to being at home, so it's not a whole mm -hmm. lot of difference. Um, but there, there have been so many silly videos about COVID and none of them, none of the silly videos are true. So yeah, we, I hope that the world gets better soon. And I also hope that people learn from the experience, uh, which I'm concerned. I think it has. I, th I think it has. And I, I've spoken with many people who this um, has brought the family closer together because yes, they're forced to be at home, but, they're doing more family activities and it's getting back to the family unit. I think. Who knows? Who knows? And I think that we also need to brace ourselves for, you know, the economic impact of all of this, you know, the health side is one serious issue. No question. Mm -hmm. The other serious issue is the, is the economics behind it. So, right. you know, I, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'm fairly convinced that life will never get back to normal, actually, that it will never get back to the way it was before all of this happened. But I think we are entering a new normal. And I think this is going to be our lives. You know, if yeah. you have a family, great. You know, um, for me, uh, you know, you don't you know, you may not have watched all of my content <laughs> yet. But for me, I'll tell you a little bit more about me. I grew up in a very small town in the United it's somewhere. Um, in North America, uh, for for personal reasons, it's, that's a whole other episode. I keep my location undisclosed. So in my undisclosed location, somewhere in the matrix, um, there were not really other people around me my age. So I just kind of had to, you know, go through university, get my degree in international relations. Then I got mm -hmm. into teaching. And I've just kind of been the type of blind guy who's just had to go about their own business and try not to worry about stuff in life. And I live mm -hmm. with my parents and brother. Um, and it, it, it is not, it is not ideal. It is not a perfect, it is not a perfect situation, but that is a, a accurate illustration of life, right? Life is not perfect and life is not fair. And something that I think is really beautiful, speaking of beautiful things, such as in our universe, the other thing that's beautiful about life is to study and to have the courage to accept that opportunities are not equally given to everyone, that everybody everybody kind of has their own, their own storyline that we go through in life. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of suspicious of that um, because there were certain opportunities maybe that I wanted to do in the past, maybe people I met along the way, people that I've never met again. And you have to wonder intellectually, well, what, well, what, you know, what, what the hell good was that? Right? Well, the answer is the good of it is that that was part of the puzzle of life that you run into these people throughout life. And that I think is really cool. It's really tough. It's really difficult. And it's really, really interesting. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think everything, every single thing happens for a reason. And I don't have any factual or evidence or proof to provide an answer to that, but it's just a really deep gut feeling. Now, what I can say is there has been studies done on the quote unquote gut feeling, which by the way, is a Norwegian word for God. So this gut feeling is 99.2% correct at the time when people listen to their gut feeling. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's my little point of evidence. Um, but going back to what you were saying about the new norm, yeah. uh, I instantly thought about the history of the United States alone. So 1776 until now, every decade we've had something happen that mm -hmm. has been world changing. So have we ever actually experienced normal humanity? 
No, is the answer. It's a very good, it's an excellent observation, without doubt. Right. Yeah, so I just found that interesting. Got me, mm. got my gears turning. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, I mean, I think that in the long term, what will happen is Americans will have to just move on um, with their lives and try to basically start over is what will yeah. have to happen. Um, I mean, as far as travel, travel's a lot harder now. You know, French is my second language. And this was supposed to be the year that I, my parents and I were going to go back and spend some time in France. And now we can't do that. So hmm. it's, it's a little frustrating without doubt. Um, but I'm really happy I didn't catch the virus in the first place, the sickness in the first place. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what it means. I think the truth of it is that if I knew what all of this meant, then I would have solved the second part of what Samuel Clemens would tell us, that there's two days that are important in our life, the day we're born and the day we find out why. So mm -hmm. the truth of it is, if we knew why all of these things were happening, then our life would lose all meaning, right? Students yeah. have asked me, and some of my students might have been doctors or something, they say, you know, Aaron, what do you think would happen if we develop technology that will allow people to live forever? I say, and that will be the day that humanity truly meets its demise, because yes. that will be that will be the day where we stop we stop living. Basically, we stop our desire will evaporate. If you think we're lazy now, wait until we live forever. There would be no point to learn anything yeah. anymore. Yeah, there would be it would be a pointless existence. Yeah, you know? and interesting. Um, do I predict that will happen in my lifetime? Probably, actually, but who, who knows? <clears throat> I don't know. They say that supposedly the person who's going to live to be 150 is already alive. And it's like yeah. some child or some baby or some young person. So, yeah, but, they, they mm -hmm. say that scientifically speaking, the human body has what it needs to survive 150 years. But because of our environment, there's no possible way that that can happen. Right. And I believe it's northern India or northern Japan. There is an actual um, ancient tribe, and they live in upwards of 120 years right now. Hmm. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, That's, I think it has a lot to do with your environment. Absolutely. Most of um, that. Bruce Lipton did an excellent study back in the 70s on environmental studies. I, I see. I see. Yeah, you spend a lot of time researching things. Mm -hmm. I get a question, and I have to know everything, every single aspect on the question. So I, I, I dig, and I dig, and I dig. And I, I want both sides of the story if there's two sides. Yeah, yeah, which makes the flat earth study a good study to do, because there's so many people who are convinced that it's true. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, and so <clears throat> tell our listeners a little bit more about your, your YouTube channel um, and what they, and what they will hope to see when they go over there. I'm going to put a link to that in the description too, for you to get people to come over to your channel. What, <laughs> what, 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 what will they see if they come over to your channel? Everything they ever wanted to see except nudity. I don't do that, but I have a, like I was mentioning earlier, the tales from the tubes, all the wacky stuff you find on YouTube. I have an advocacy show for blindness and employment on hmm. Fridays called Will See for Work. I do blind. Oh, I'll have to check out. that out. I'll have to check that out. You, you yeah, know, it's really good. Now, is, is that a live you do on YouTube? Yes, I do. Okay, let me back up a little bit. I have three YouTube channels, and it's all Star Wars based, so you'll get the references when I say it. I have Theory of a Blind Man, a new upload. I have Theory of a Blind Man, live stream strikes back. <laughs> And I have Theory of a Blind Man, Return of the Gamer. Well so done. There, well there's done. My, the, my three primary topics. But now what about now? Okay, fourth one you got to set up now. Theory of a Blind Man, Flat Earther. Mm, have you ever heard the name Mark Sargent? Yes. I interviewed him a while back. Uh, really? And yeah. he was willing to interview with you? Oh, yeah. Yep, I still have the video. Um, I, I kept it because <laughs> I kept it because I pointed out several fallacies that he presented in his argument. But I, I didn't 
it was basically trolling him, actually. I, I made him feel comfortable, and it, it was a good interview, but if you really listen to it and hear what's being said, you'll, you'll, you'll hear the contradictions that he presents mm-hmm. with his own words being a flat earther and he's like the flat earth king or prince yeah well he call him he he (laughs) was the one who like started this whole internet revolution of all this right yeah i don't fascinating fascinating you you know speaking of gaming you know who else i interviewed i interviewed (laughs) um jesse anderson oh he's on my he's on my show all the time Oh, whoa. We're gonna well why why isn't why isn't Aaron's opinion on your show with Jesse Anderson? We got we're gonna just have to set set something up. We can't I just, just met you that. today. I just whoa. met you today, August tenth, two thousand twenty. No, but he comes on yeah, so I I initially interviewed him for a gamer mm-hmm. show, but then I then he had mentioned what he does for work. I was like, Oh, you'd be great for this panel discussion that I have. And that's what the Friday show is. We'll see for work as a panel discussion. Anybody's welcome to join. So anybody can would, come on. Well, I would, from, well, from, the, from the bottom of my heart, I, I would love to Excellent. be included um, in any, one of, the, you know, one of the interesting things about podcasting that I've learned being a talk show host is a lot of this, a lot of this hobby, a lot of the job of, of radio and podcasting is you spend an enormous amount of people, um, an enormous amount of time you're talking to people who aren't even oh, on yeah. your show, constantly reaching out. Hey, can I come talk to you? Can I be in this Zoom? Can I be in that? Right. It, the constant, you know, please. Mm-hmm. In, so, so yes, please include me. Um, if it's a live video, please, if you want, please include Absolutely. me. I'd be, I'd be really honored to be on your panel. And um, I just love every opportunity there is for people to come and briefly learn about what I do in podcasting and, you know, be mm-hmm. supportive and all that. I think really, I think that blind people need, you know, great, great people like you who have a great channel, who have a great story and stuff like that. I think a lot of blind people around the world are really, um, really, really, really desperately needing something to do right now. I think a lot of blind people, quite frankly, are feeling a little bit, a little bit down, you know, mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. 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 So, um, <clears throat> well, so how do you run this live show? Is it, do you live Ooh. stream it on YouTube? Yeah. Um, so it, I have a little studio that I'm actually in right now. It's a little six foot by six foot um, canopy type of thing. And I got a mixing board and several MIDI devices for sound effects, like the music you were hearing earlier. That's how I play that. Um, I use the the Mac and a program called Ecamm Live. And that streams to whatever source that I want. And I've got intros and outros and transitions and scenes and all sorts of stuff programmed into that. So, you know, I got my brand up here and there. Um, when I'm doing Tales from the Tube, I'll have another screen up where there's a a video screen. And then I'm in the small little portion on the bottom mm-hmm. left, I believe it is. Yeah, so the corner. It's, yeah, it's, there's, I put a lot of um production value as far as like visuals go so it is captivating as well for everyone because i i do want a full audience i don't want just a blind audience because i need to be able to attract the sight yeah. of people and then when they realize that i'm blind they're like oh whoa let's look up some blind people there's a lot of us blind youtubers out there there's a lot of them oh yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Well, good, good, cool, cool. And so then how do you basically format the meeting after you get everybody on one call? How do you set it up? Or uh, how, do, have, how do you, for, what is the format, I guess? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll have the topic ahead of, uh, ahead of time. Then I will email that out to the panel members, whoever wants to join so they can start pondering their noodles with it. And then the day of the show, it's usually about an hour. Sometimes it goes an hour and a half. Um, so I'll present the question or questions in the beginning, and then we'll go around, have our individual thoughts or opinions on it, and then we'll have an open discussion and then get to the chat of what people have to say in the chat. Hmm. Well, listeners of Aaron's opinion, count me in. Uh, where awesome. Aaron's opinion is there. That's cool. Yeah, I, fi- I found that, you know, I, I go live on Facebook on my show's page, too. That's a really good way to really get, get, get the message out. People are really into yes. these live streams. Yeah. Definitely. And um, where have you traveled to overseas? Nowhere overseas. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I've been all over the United States, but uh, first place that I want to go overseas would be Ireland. I've only heard great things. 
Um, I've never been. Closest I was with, was when I was in England uh, studying mm -hmm. abroad. Yeah, England's a wonderful place. Services for blind people in that part of the world are really, really good. Really good. I'll, I'll go to England any day. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. What, why, why Ireland? Are you, are you, do you have family Irish history. heritage? Yeah. Family history. Mm, cool. Yeah. Well, I've been to Poland just because of family history. So I, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, been to, you know, England, France three times, uh, Amsterdam, Germany, Poland, Austria, Czech Republic, Swaziland, St. Lucia, I volunteered in Lucia, Eastern Caribbean. That's a really interesting part of the world, the Caribbean and the island nations. It's hmm. a really, really fascinating way to live, as a matter of fact. Definitely, definitely interesting, interesting reality down there, I guess. Oh, I bet. We, have under, we have under five minutes. Um, you've been a fascinating guest, a magnificent, <laughs> a magnificent episode, by the way, with all the topics we've covered. Whew gonna have to i don't know have a dessert tonight or something like that i'm gonna i'm gonna have to recover from this one um <laughs> any any parting words or or any do you have any uh you've heard me talk for an hour if you could ask me one question i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb i'm gonna risk it what mm -hmm. question do you want to ask me go oh man uh come on come on come on what, this is the part where you ask the question what interested you about me that you wanted to have me on your show Sure. Yeah. Um, I was intrigued by your studio. I was intrigued by your music and I was intrigued by your willingness to interact with me in the live chat. I liked the interaction. This is how I pick guests. Usually. Okay. I look at who's live mm -hmm. on in our groups because the people who are live are people who are probably willing to be on a podcast or else they wouldn't be going live. Right. So those are the types of people I talk to. Sometimes I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Do I cold call people who I'm kind of interested in and say, hey, this is what I do. Do you want to come and talk to me? Yeah, sometimes they come. Um, mm -hmm. But I find that you have to find people who are doing live streams and try to have a positive interaction and kind of rope them into it that way. It's a really good yeah. question. And that's how I pick guests. Um, but listener, I hope that, you know, I hope that if you want to be a guest on Aaron's Opinion, we have an email address. I haven't mentioned it in a while. Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com. Um, A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N 6 at gmail.com. You're welcome to email me and say, hey, Aaron, I loved your show you did with Whistler. Or, hey, um, Aaron, um, you need to really think about your reality. You're nuts, man. You're nuts. <laughs> You're going to hell. You know, so if you want to, if you want to write an email like that, you're more than welcome. In fact, I think in this reality, in this dimension, my email account, I have it set on this dimension where it's set up so that you can say nice things and, and, and horrible things. So see, you awesome. can, you can bless me and curse me all in one email. It's set up. I, I, I have a receiver. It's, it's just under my desk. I, I could tell you about the, 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 the invention, but it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little dicey. It's a little scary, <laughs> but, but, but. I really, I really welcome your emails. I really do. Aaron's opinion, six at gmail.com. Really welcome you to follow me on Twitter. You want more info about that. I'd really be happy to tell you really. And can consider the other thing, consider being a Patreon. You never know. Actually, I do promise you this. If you're a Patreon and you talk to me on Patreon, you're definitely getting on this show. If you want to be a guest, if you want to participate, do all of that stuff. Send me an email. Consider being a patron. Comment below on Facebook. Comment in YouTube. Participate. Everybody's home. I, we, we, we don't know why. We, we, no, nobody knows why everybody's home, right? Nobody knows. <laughs> we, 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 don't, we don't need to scare anybody. Maybe it's the health. Maybe, maybe we just like hanging out with our family. Or maybe you're at home listening to Aaron's opinion, drinking your blended Joe. Of course, Whistler, no, he doesn't get any coffee because he's going to refuse. He's going to refuse it. <laughs> but he'll, so we'll let him drink his tea. That's fine. That's fine. And everybody else, everybody else can drink blended Joe, right? <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, pretty good. Well, pretty cool. So um, what are some goodness? We have about a minute and a half. What are some um, if you can solve one problem for the blindness community right now, what problem would you solve? Oof! step out of the blind bubble. That's that's the title of this episode. That was your answers are stellar. I mean, you really belong <laughs> in radio. That was a that was a step out of the blind bubble. That was 
Well, really. it's funny you said that because I was I had my own radio station after working for four radio stations before YouTube. Right. Yeah. I so, think I'm gonna have to check you out. I think I think you're gonna be a pretty a pretty inspirational contact for me and a pretty inspirational person on Aaron's opinion. I think you're gonna be one of our regular guests. And I'm looking <laughs> forward to part two where maybe I don't know, maybe you can talk about some strange videos that you've watched. Maybe sure. you can watch a video that's not true and then have me convince you that it is because you know, obviously it's after I see a video, it's true, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It can't can't have it as a rule <laughs> if it's a video because hey, because you know what? It's about reality, right? If I see it, it's only human nature for me yeah. to think it's true. He was Whistler. I'm Aaron Richmond. Aaron's opinion. That was a podcast for blind people. Uh we basically covered the world today. All right. Well, hold on. Strap in for the next exciting episode. As I like to say, have a good day today and a great day tomorrow. Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day.